What's up, everyone? This is Joel Barsky with the IreChat Podcast. You were just listening to the song called Queendom by our guest today, Ian Young. I love this new song by him so much that I thought I'd play it out both in the intro and outro of this episode. Ian Young is a well-known music producer and musician based out of San Diego. He was nice enough to jump on a Zoom meeting with us while working in his studio. Listen to us talk about his, his passion for music, about his Imperial Sound recording studio, and the TV show The Walking Dead. As an added bonus, I thought I'd award you, our listeners, with something extra in the outro. Listen to this podcast to the very end to find out what that is. So enjoy our Irie chat as we say what's up to Ian Young. Ian Young, what's up, man? How you doing? Yo, happy to be here. How's it going with the whole quarantine situation where you're at? Well, it's on city is on lockdown. There's a lot of other places in the world, and um, yeah, it's, it's 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 a very eerie and trippy time. Honestly, it feels yeah. it feels unreal. Like I'm, I live on a busy street, and where my house is and my studio is behind and a lot of cars passing by constantly. And now there's no cars. There's barely, oh, wow. you see, you see a lot of people walking, but it's such an eerie feeling. And it almost, uh, I, obviously we've never, none of us has ever, ever gone through something like this. So, but experiencing this is just tripping me out. It's just, uh, it just, I'm just taking it. I'm taking an hour minute by minute, you know, because yeah, yeah. I think that's all we can do is just, uh, yeah, try to get through it one, you know, I'm going ups and downs and I'm, I'm really feeling it as everyone is. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall, it's just trippy. It feels like a movie or like a bad dream or something yeah. crazy. You yeah. know? I see all sides of it. So I'm just mixed with emotions and probably a lot of other people feeling just like this, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we're what, the third weekend? And it seems like just yesterday this all happened too. Yeah it's it's been a while already um but but yeah it's time's kind of passing by fast with it honestly um like wow it's already friday now um and uh, this week's passing by fast everything's kind of passing by real quick yeah and i don't know if that's just because um i'm like looking for the next thing or what it is but um yeah i feel like it's it's yeah it feels very dreamlike like even time is slowing down you know or speeding up you know yeah well, I mean, I noticed, I mean, as we do this podcast, I, I'm just describing for our listeners, I noticed that you're in your studio. So since this whole quarantine, have you been just working on a lot of music to keep yourself busy? Yeah, I am. We were supposed to, we were supposed to start the tour um, on April 11th, opening for Gondwana. It was 40 shows um, in North America, Canada and US. And obviously that's been postponed. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm spending a lot of time in the studio. Um, I wasn't planning on working with other artists and producing and doing a lot more mixing and mastering. But but since my schedule is opened up now, um, I'm starting to record a lot of my, my own songs and I'm starting to help other artists now. Since, um, you know, I wasn't expecting to have this open schedule. But yeah, now I'm just focusing more quarantine style in the studio. Yeah. And um, yeah, getting work done still trying to push forward, you know, still, I'm still doing well. That's the weird thing is that we're home. We're eating really good because I'm having a little bit more time to cook delicious meals. I'm still working. I'm with my wife and my son and 
life kind of feels the same except for my listening to NBR in in the morning and checking yeah. the quarantine stats and then yeah. Instagram everyone's going live and it just you know and obviously I'm not going on tour but it it's that's the weird thing about it you know it adds mm-hmm. to it it's just like I'm still home doing what I usually do it's yeah yeah trip. yeah and I was looking really forward to that tour I'm a big Gondwana fan too and stuff like that yeah, so I was really nice. hoping to catch a show well we're still planning on doing it they're still hopeful and they're still i i was just um hoping that it wasn't all gonna get fully canceled where where they just say you know we'll try to again in a couple years and they they won't come back to the u.s or something like that but it seems like they're still on board fully and they want to just postpone it as we find out more information so right now it's it's postponed to the end of july august september Mm-hmm. But obviously everything's up in the air, so we're just taking it day by day. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep an eye on the tour, but yeah, I'd love to catch a show. You mentioned about cooking, and I know you're a big foodie. I've seen that you post photos a lot of food, and you're yeah. always posting videos of you cooking, and it looks like delicious meals, man. And I also know that you're a vegan too. So I got me wondering, since you had the tour coming up and stuff, what's your diet like when you're on the road? Um, obviously, yeah, like you said, vegan, plant-based. Uh, I try to eat the best I can, and I also am a fan of just good food, like orgasmic food. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, is that I trip <laughs> out a lot when I, when I get good food. So um, on the road, uh, I've been cooking a lot recently. Even before, now I have a bigger tour bus that has a kitchen, so we're able to, oh nice, to have nice, nice meals and make up a big pot of stew or something for everyone. That mm-hmm. really helps. Or um, you know, in the morning we're having breakfast, but. Uh, before that, even uh, we had a shuttle bus that was converted with bunks, and we would still pull over, throw out a fold-out table on the side of the, the oh, road, okay. and yeah, and throw throw a grill up, and you know, be boiling a pot or rice or whatever we yeah, gotta yeah. do. So we're always trying to, um, you know, try to cook really well. Now a lot of my band is um, for adapting the vegan lifestyle while they're out with me, kind of okay. like because on the bus i only allow vegan items so they're kind of mostly adapt yeah and there is my drum and bass are actually vegan too so that helps a lot and yeah, yeah. Um, you know we can get together and have meals and when we go obviously when you travel and you're eating out a lot so when i go out to eat i i try to make it a real positive experience like sometimes we have to go to places that doesn't really have vegan options but yeah. they have a few items that we can i can modify so i'm always talking to the server and be real positive and smiling yeah. you know, and and making it an experience for them. So yeah. so when they walk away, they're like, oh, that guy was, you know, maybe maybe vegan is, is a good yeah. thing, you know? So try to, try to share some light, shed some light on it. But yeah, so um, yeah, eating on the road is, is a fun thing. They get to do a lot of different stuff other than, other than home, but yeah. What are some of your best dishes that you cook up while on the road? Oh, um, my wife makes a uh, like a pad thai, hmm. but the noodles are uh, carrot. So she shreds carrots, a bunch of carrots, uh-huh. and there's other stuff, other vegetables in it too. And the sauce is. Uh, my son is allergic to peanuts, so mm-hmm. we put almond butter, and we make this sauce out of like almond butter, soy sauce, and other oh, stuff. Man. It's like peanut sauce. Yeah, yeah. And you would think you would think that the uh, you know, you would think the carrots might be a little bit too veggie and you're missing those pad thai noodles, but you yeah. don't. Like the pe- the peanut flavor, uh, well, the, you get from almonds, yeah. takes over and it's incredible. Mm. It's an incredible meal. Um, another one is pozole. We are always making vegan pozole. That's an easy one. 
um, kind of just make a fat stew for everyone, yeah. a fat pozole pot. Um, with it has hominy and carrots and a bunch of vegetables. Um, use like an enchilada sauce for the base. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. I'm always uh, making kind of like a assorted blueberry pancakes, you know, for oh, whatever. Nice whatever kind of good flowers we got. And I'm always trying to use like not wheat, like gluten free, and, yeah. you know, good ingredients. So yeah, we make, I make some, some good um, breakfasts and good, uh, I'm real, I'm real foodie. I love, I love cooking and I'm passionate about it. It really fires me up. <laughs> All this talk yeah. about food, man. You make me want to join your bus and be a, a roadie <laughs> or like be a stage yeah. or something just for the, yeah. just pay me in food. That's all. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mentioned off air about I love the new song that you came out recently, Queendom, which I know oh, is yeah. a tribute you did for Women's History Month. Yeah. So what made you want to make that tribute? Yeah, I, um, I wrote the song before, uh, months before, but then I was, upon releasing it, I knew it, that March was, was the month for women. So I was thinking this lines up perfect because I'm speaking about women and, and, and you know, empowering women and... Um, and also, like bigging up what my culture is is the reggae culture. So I'm bigging mm-hmm. up all the all the powerful women that that love reggae, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, that, that just uh, came came across naturally. I just wanted to release a track coming up soon, and it made sense. And I got to kind of put women on that pedestal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was a good experience. But yeah, um, check that one, Queendom. Anyone who's listening. Yeah, it's a beautiful song, and I love the artwork too on uh, or the cover artwork. Yeah, the artwork was an um, by a guy named Jeremy in in Oregon, but he is an incredible artist. And I saw him. I think I came across him working with Ayatera, and I checked out some of his mm-hmm. art, and I was I was loving it. And I yeah. asked him. I had this I had this in mind with a woman's face. And the lyrics were kind of written on her face. Yeah. And I, and then he said, and then I, I kind of wanted to be easier on him. So I said, do you have any artwork that you've already made that you haven't used for anything? And he mm-hmm. sent me that picture and I was blown away. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. What if you take that concept and you add it to it? So he started writing the lyrics on her mm-hmm. and added things in the background and kind of customized it. Yeah. And yeah, it's an eye popper. I really yeah. want to make some, um, kind of an empowering um, merch item maybe for women that has mm-hmm. that because that's a very beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. and she seems powerful. And, yeah. yeah. So that, that kind of says, you know, queendom on it or something like mm-hmm. that for, for a, a merch item, something that can empower women. A shirt, maybe something like that. Oh yeah. But, that yeah. would make an awesome shirt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The artist who worked on it, on okay. the art for queendom, his name is Jeremy Hammer. Mm-hmm. And his Instagram is kid zero kid underscore zero. You can check out all his artwork. He's doing amazing work. So I noticed that you have obviously pretty long dreadlocks, and I think you and Mike Love are pretty much in competition with each other with the the dreadlocks. <laughs> I gotta ask, how long are your dreadlocks? I've had a long dreadlock journey. Um, I started with like Congo fat dreadlocks, six mm-hmm. of them. And then I pulled them all apart and separated them. And now then I had something like 40 and then, um, they hit the floor. Yeah. And so when they hit the floor, I saw some pictures of me like leaning and 
leaning on stage and they were dragging on the stage oh, and I was kind of like, oh, that's not too sanitary. I'm not <laughs> feeling that. I'm not feeling that energy. Yeah. I want to be clean and clean, yeah. you know? And um, so, uh, so I did, I, I, I gave the scissors to my wife and I said, cut them, you know? So she cut them off the ground just a little bit. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, since then I've cut them a few times and, um, uh, I don't know if most people know, but, uh, recently I cut them up two and a half feet. Hmm. So you can't really notice because yeah. they're so long. They're still like past my half and everything, yeah. but, but, um, yeah, so they've touched the floor a few times already yeah. and yeah, it's been a long 20 year dreadlock journey. You know, yeah. still, still, still dread and still. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna cut them. I almost thought about a, uh, doing an April Fool's joke yesterday, though. I did one back in 2013, I think it was, but mm-hmm. I tied them all back. Where I was on the bus, I think it was Tribal Seeds, and Gonzo went behind me and held held the dreadlocks, uh, and, and it looked like I didn't have them. And I said, yeah. like, yeah, I had to get rid of them. You know, <laughs> uh, you can check that on my Instagram. But yeah. people went crazy. I was getting like texts from my mother, and like, it was it was crazy. It just yeah. lit up. And yeah, I, I almost, I almost wanted to do that yesterday, but I feel like everyone would just be like, ah, oh, you're April Fool's. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You can't fool us twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mentioned earlier about the song Queendom that was released, but you also have albums out. Besides being the vocals on your music, you also play the melodica, which is pretty unique. How'd you get into that instrument? Yeah, I've had four albums out. My last one was Forest Wilderness. Um in 2018 so got one coming soon but the melodica journey started with um roots reggae music from jamaica um an artist named augustus pablo who made it famous um outside of being like a a kid's toy basically the instrument was created in germany to teach music to children Mm -hmm. and augustus pablo made it famous by recording it in the studio in Jamaica and um, the reggae music went around the world. And I was a collector of reggae at a young age at probably 13. I got my first tape and um, it didn't stop there. It was like me and my brother getting ride to the, to the local root shop to try to mm-hmm. pick up some, some vinyl or burn CDs and, and my, my reggae journey was for a long time, you know, and during that time I, came up on Augustus Pablo and heard this sound, this mystical kind of sound. And um, I was like, what is this instrument? I started researching it. Um, I think I bought my first one when I was 15 or 16. Uh, Got it in the mail and I started playing piano when I was really young. So I knew how to play piano already. So when I got this instrument, I was was amazed and I was hooked right away um, and started following along with Augustus Pablo. And Mm -hmm. it had this, this mystical sound you know to it yeah and um it just because reggae music in general is like a very spiritual thing for me you know yeah and uh, there's some energies in it that really bring me tap into that spiritual side um such as like if you listen to i'm just gonna stay mainstream so people know i'm talking about Mm -hmm. natural mystic Mm -hmm. when you hear natural mystic come in bob bob and where there's boom 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 Mm -hmm. boom boom Boom, 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 boom. When that comes in and that energy, you feel, and mm. he starts singing, you know, you feel this, this like chills and this energy. So I, same thing with the melodica. I had this very like, you know, mystical kind of energy to it. And yeah, it's been amazing. 
It's awesome. I got my own brand of melodicas too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I sell them on the road at my merch table. And um, I've never had them online yet, but now that we're all quarantined, I think I'll throw them online soon. Oh, yeah, that would definitely sell too. Yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned that you play the piano. I've seen a previous video of you playing some classical uh, music on a piano, and you're an amazing piano player. So how many instruments do you know how to play? Uh, I, I dabble with a lot, anything I can get my hands on. Like I've dabbled with a few that I'm not good at, but I can kind of hold a note mm -hmm. like saxophone and trumpet. Um, I've picked up in my life where there's only so much time, though. Um, I've excelled at keys and drums, definitely. Mm -hmm. those, my key. those really help with production. So I'm able to lay drums down in keys. Keys are very versatile instruments. It's like you can sequence with them and you can do a lot of things. So um, I, I've, yeah, excelled with those. Um, I've played the guitar, the ukulele. Um, hmm. And, but yeah, I definitely... Um, I started playing piano at five years old with um, a little keyboard. My parents hooked me up with lessons and I was really grateful that they did that because it's led me to my path in music. Yeah. And when I was tw when I was 12, I broke my arm and the doctor said I needed something to strengthen my arm more than piano. And mm -hmm. my dad got me a drum set and I've been rocking the drum since 12 and really having fun with it these days yeah. and getting good tones in the studio and, uh yeah so it's been a long time with a lot of instruments yeah yeah cool yeah well besides uh being a performer you also produce music not only for yourself but for other people and you now have roots musician records so yeah. what made you want to have a more behind the scenes role into music well i released my first album in 2010 and that was with my album luck and chance no more and before that, I played with a bunch of other bands with Stranger and Ruth Covenant that all come from San Diego. And when I released that album, um, I realized that I had a knack for producing. Um, I had already studied production for a long time and been into it, but I really just stepped it up with, with that release. Um, I went into my, my first internship in a studio when I was 17. So... Mm -hmm. Um, and I studied in college and so my studies started real young with music production. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I, when I did my first album, Luck and Chance No More, a lot of people started hitting me up to produce mm -hmm. music. Um, I, I, I produced, um, I produced for Gonzo, his first album and I produced, um, tri Tribal Seed Soundwaves before I was in the band um, mm -hmm. and a lot of others, <clears throat> this goes on is a, a blessing to have that much experience. But I noticed that a lot of people during that time, we didn't really have um, a lot of information on releasing music. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, publishing and distribution and nowadays in, in 2020, you can jump on YouTube and you can search for something and you can get information quickly. But mm -hmm. 10, 10 years ago was not like that oh, at all. Yeah. Um, so I really did a lot of research and got a lot of connections early on with distribution and publishing and things. So oh, nice. I was 
so I was just, I already released my record and I already had kind of had the funnel going. So now I just, when I was producing for artists, they needed help to release it. So, mm-hmm. um, I was, starting to release a lot and now we're at uh we've done 111 releases mm-hmm. in 10 years and still going strong still releasing a lot uh, recently we got s- some tracks from tatanka from Inavision, sensi trails um and much more a lot of my more of my music coming out but yeah it's been a, a blessing to have roots musician records and um, my studio, Imperial Sound, has been a great journey producing and, and releasing music. Well, speaking of Imperial Sound, you have a pretty unique studio that's called Imperial Sound Recording Studio. I heard it's bordering the Mexico and Pacific Ocean, and it's the most southwest recording studio. So why do you yeah. want to make a location like that so unique for your studio? Yeah, it actually just kind of happened um, like that. I didn't really choose it. I feel like it kind of chose me, but mm-hmm. I just, I live in Chula Vista. Uh, we live um, right on the border of Mexico, five minutes nice. from crossing Mexico. And um, when if you go to the nearest beach, you have to go even more south towards the border and then mm. a little bit w- west, about 15 minutes till you hit the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I, would, I always grew up um, from going from Chula Vista. We always grew up going to Imperial Beach mm-hmm. to go to the beach. And when I... When I wanted to move out, I was like, "Let's, I need to, I need to live in IB." So yeah. I got an apartment years ago in IB, and I've lived there for a long time, probably ten years now. Mm-hmm. And um, and we looked for buying a house for a long time. Needed to find um, a space that had, you know, a separate building and everything for for my studio. Yeah. And and we found this short sale that was very cheap and we barely slipped into it Mm -hmm. and and it was just such a blessing it was perfect i i absolutely love my house and it had a massive building in the backyard it had a pool and has Mm -hmm. a pool and massive building in the back that i gutted it's um has it's like a i want to say like 45 by 25 or 30 foot space and it has vaulted ceilings and it was just a massive building behind the house. So um, mm-hmm. right away when I moved in, oh, well, we obviously bought it for the studio. Right away when I moved in, started construction and built this thing pretty quick. And yeah, um, actually, Silos from Tribal Seeds. Now he's the drummer of Sublime with Rome. Mm-hmm. He he named the studio. We were on the bus one day, I think, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it, that's it's." Um, you live in Imperial Beach, yeah, and that, that's your Imperial Sound, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, right away I called it. Yeah. I was like, I think you just named my new studio. Yeah. Like, eh. So big up Silos. Yeah, that's a sick t- title. Yes. Sub- Sublime in Rome, yeah. 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 Well, I noticed you came out with this new Rhythm album, if I'm saying it correctly, Ragamuffin Ride Rhythm. It came out, I think, like a week and a half or two weeks ago. So what's that album about? Yeah, it's always been a dream of mine to do <clears throat> to do rhythm albums because of you know Jamaican music and you know my my love for reggae. Mm-hmm. Uh, r- r- rhythm albums have always been huge in Jamaica, and um, I'm trying to pull it up so I could big up all the artists on there. But um, yeah, so I've always wanted to do it. It's always a dream, but it never happens. Uh, I'm not sure why. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, 10 years into Roots Musician Records. This is my first rhythm album. But I think I'm going to do a lot more because I love the concept of, of a bunch of artists, um, singers doing their thing on top of the same piece of music. It's a really nice concept. Um, it's a concept that's big in Jamaica that's been around for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. And I used, there was a lot of Jamaican artists on this rhythm album. So, you know, Big Up, um, Inavision from Maui, mm -hmm. Craigie T, Job Books, Ben Barbic, Ross Frazier, Soul Medic, Bobby Hustle, doing big things. Um, Perfect, Double Tiger, also the guitarist from John Brown's Body. Yeah, he's wicked, and and Rankin Reels from San Diego. So it's a bunch of artists on this, but yeah, it's big in Jamaica. But I kind of want to bring that culture to to the to the U.S. And yeah. I saw that that um, of course Cali Roots is on it. I saw that Cali Buds is is releasing a similar oh, okay. kind of rhythm album. Yeah, so um, I like that 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 culture starting to push in the in the U.S. scene, and um, you'll see definitely much more rhythm albums coming from roots musician records so you can check that one ragamuffin ride rhythm you can see it on my page if you go to spotify or apple music um on my under my albums with a bunch of different singers and yeah i enjoyed that one it was wicked yeah i downloaded it this and went through the whole album this morning but yeah it's an awesome album but you might be starting away with that and hopefully you can hit over in the east coast as well yeah, definitely. I definitely think um, getting some American artists on some different rhythms that yeah. will be a, will be a great thing to spread spread the music and kind of unite together. You know. Yeah, sweet. So a fun fact I heard about you is that you're actually a Walking Dead fan, and they're <laughs> in season ten now. It's I think they're kind of ending it early because the the whole quarantine situation and a lot has changed on Walking Dead. I'm a Walking Dead fan myself. I'm still watching the series even though it's been going on for so long. How are you like in the series so far? Yeah, I'm. I'm I am a Walking Dead fan. I liked it. Um, I just like the, the human essence of what would happen yeah. if everything failed, mm -hmm. you know? I love that, like, the psycho psychology behind it. And, um, yeah, so I, I've always enjoyed The Walking Dead a lot. Uh, I haven't watched the new season, though. I want to, but um, uh, I haven't yet. But, yeah, with all this going on and a little more time and quarantine, I, think, we, I think I should probably <laughs> revisit the, the last episodes, right? Yeah. But they got a couple new episodes, is that what happened? I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it gets it gets crazy. Oh it, no! Yeah, it's a it's a ride. <laughs> but, so we're at a segment that I call, or a new segment that I'm adding into this podcast called Words of Wisdom. So this question is: share with us a quote that resonates with you, and tell us why. Well, one quote that has always resonated with me the last few years constantly comes up in my head. And it's by my boy Gonzo. If you haven't heard his music, he's amazing. Check yeah. it out, Gonzo. Yeah. Um, it's on Roots Musician Records. Check him out on Instagram, everything. Um, he's the guitarist of Tribal Seats. Mm -hmm. But one thing that he said a few years back, and it has not left my head, I say it a lot. He said two words, zoom out. And I feel like when we're talking about certain subjects, it's so relevant because we are so caught up on details about things. 
And if you zoom out to the big picture, you know what I mean? You There's yeah. a lot more blessings and a lot more positive positivity that is around the subject, usually yeah. with anything. For instance, like you're struggling. I mean, what's the most basic one is like you're struggling with money. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of zoom out, you know, and it's like you have health. You still have power to go get, you know, get work it out. Yeah. You have some food you're dealing with. Like there's a lot of blessings around. And I think that I find myself when I'm coming across issues or I'm talking to someone about their issues, this, you know, this idea of zoom out, mm-hmm. um, it just, it just makes sense to me. You know, yeah. I feel like even in, even in this situation, like you could, uh, we're in quarantine right now, we're stuck, we're all at home. You could trip out and be on CNN tripping out every day, or you could zoom out and be like, yeah what's the big picture? Like we're safe. We're home. You yeah. know, everyone's going through the same thing at the same time mm-hmm. and we're going to get through it. We're, we're doing all the positive, all the things, the right things that we need to do to get through it. We will. And you know, so that, um, big up Gonzo on that one, that zoom out has stuck with me a lot. Yeah. Thanks Gonzo for that quote. Yeah. That's an awesome quote. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah well, before we wrap up, is there anything you want to share with all, all our listeners? Um, just check out if you haven't checked out my music, um, the support would be great. Check it out on Spotify or Apple music or YouTube anywhere. Just type in my name, E N young with the E period N young. And, um, yeah, just check out the new song queendom and new rhythm album, ragamuffin ride, uh, much more music coming out of roots musician records from, like I said, Indivision, Cynthia trails, um, Tatanka mm-hmm. and myself and much more. But yeah, just stay, you know, stay positive in these times and do, I think, do what the health officials are telling us to do. That way we can fight this thing the best we can. Yeah. And um, get through to brighter days. Well, thank you. Yeah. I can't Thanks wait for, I'm a big Tatanka fan, so I can't wait for that album to come out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm actually mixing a track right now when we get off. It's oh, sweet. Up right now. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for doing this interview with us. It's it's such a pleasure to have you on the on the show and just talk to you a little bit about yourself and the music and stuff like that. Thank you for sharing that wisdom. Appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. But Ian Young, thank you so much for joining us on Irie Chat, man, and best of luck on everything. Yeah, Joel, big up Irie Chat. Love and respect man we'll see you again let's do it again yeah definitely thank you okay peace our irie chat with ian young make sure you stream his new rhythm album that's out right now and follow him on all his socials which you may find in the episode notes please rate and comment on the podcast so if you love it or hate it let me know i hope you stay safe under quarantine with what's going on right now If you need something to keep you occupied, go ahead and listen to our other podcast interviews. We also have a YouTube channel, so if you go to YouTube and search Irie Chat, you can catch a few of our episodes as well. As a bonus to this episode, I thought I'd play an awesome snippet of a recording off-air right before the interview began. It will play after this song, so please enjoy that. Thank you for listening to our Irie Chat, and I'll see you soon. Empress Queen Divine with a strong meditation You know we love you and we cannot deny Lord God, you're beautiful Cause baby, you're worth it
right. And uh, one more question before we start. Was I wrong about yeah. the Walking Dead question? You were not wrong. I absolutely love that show. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. I, I saw I, like an old photo. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. 